Hey everybody, welcome to the Coming Out Forums. I'm Dr. Lisa Cook. I am your host. I'm elated today to be sharing with you as our focus is women supporting women getting to their next level by being real and authentic. Here we believe the truth is undisputed. We believe the truth in our lives needs to be shared and as we reveal that truth, we can walk on our purpose and our power. We have so much power waiting for us just for us to tap into it. With that being said, everyone, let's start coming out. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Coming Out Forums. I'm Dr. Lisa Cook, your host. And today we are here to explore this topic called Help Who I Can While I Can with our special guest. But before I introduce her to you, I want us to consider this word help. What does that really mean? Well, the Webster's Dictionary um, constitute this word as in two ways, a noun or a verb. It could mean assistance. And the idea of assistance is maybe you're going to an area or a community or a program and there's a need and there's an assistance that they offer. And then there's the idea of a verb, which means that you are doing something to make someone's life easier by offer them either your resources, your energy, um, or your services. And so it's a verb and a noun. But I want us to take this word even broader than that, deeper than that. I want us to consider that this word also means to furnish someone with strength. It also means to provide the means of a successful performance in any action. Equally, it means that to help someone remember. And so as we unveil this conversation today, I think our guest is a perfect person to talk about this idea of help who I can while I can. And I promise you, as we close out or sometime through this conversation, that she's going to give you information that's going to furnish you with strength that you'll be called to remember the goodness of God or the, or the goodnesses in your life in general, and that you'll be hearing some fortified information to help you along your journey. So with that being said, our special guest today is Tina Stringer. She has been in ministry since 2004. She was ordained in 2008, and she was affirmed in her prophetic ministry in 2012. She holds an associate's degree uh, in science from Malcolm X College. She has a medical assistance degree from Westwood College and a bachelor's in Bible study from Regent University. She is a supervisor in her vocation and uh, doing a release of information in a facility in Naperville. And she's a mother of one son, but most importantly, she loves the Lord. She loves God and she's a helper of people. And so today I welcome you, Tina Stringer to the Coming Out Forums. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, we are so excited for you to be here today and talk with us about this topic. And to be honest, this topic really originated from you. You and I had a preliminary conversation yes. and you said, hey, I want to help who I can while I can. I said, well, hey, why not talk about that? <laughs> why not talk about how that's possible for people? Yes. So with, with that being said, Tina, tell us really what that topic means to you. It means representing my family, most importantly, representing God, um, being more like him by loving my fellow man and doing what I can while I can. Mm -hmm. um, we only have a certain amount of time to be here. So we want to leave our mark by doing good and doing in the midst of everything else that's going wrong in our life. Yeah, that's excellent. And so I hear you saying that, you know, it's important for you based on who you are as an individual, your your spiritual yes. beliefs that you want to honor God in your life. And I also hear you saying yes. this is a part of who I am as in my family, like my my makeup of who I am as a person, how my value system is about helping people. Yes. So 
tell us a little bit more about where this principle originated for you. Like, how did it become more profound in your life? Sure. So, uh, as I said, it started with my family. My family's from the South. So, Southern hospitality is deeply ingrained in our DNA, even though we live in the city now. Uh, my grandparents, uh, my sort of originator, and they just taught us common decency and, and and to have morals. And over the years of growing up as a child, children are selfish, of course. That's what we are as children. We're growing, we're learning. But as I got older, I started to realize it's not about me. It's, it's not even about me. It, it's about being of service to someone else. It's about simply doing what is right because it is right. Yeah, so let me interrupt you. Let me interrupt you because for one, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you clearly. So I want, I want to ask you if you could repeat um, where you said it's about doing, can you repeat that part for me, Tina? I apologize. Sure, that's okay. It's about doing what is right simply because it is right, despite uh, being acknowledged or getting any type of credit for the good thing that you have done because you may never get that in this life. Okay, excellent. So I hear you yes. saying a couple of things and I want to dig a little bit deeper in that point, those points. Um, the idea of this this kind of originates with just, again, you mentioned it's in your DNA and your family, but the you, you mentioned a moral compass. You mentioned a moral yes. compass of doing what's right. And I think that is in this, we live in a postmodern world today and where the truth yes. is relative. What's true for you may not be true for me. So the idea of mm -hmm. helping someone is your moral compass, but it may not be somebody else's moral compass, right? And That's so when we right. think about that, um, that point, tell me what are the internal conversations that you have when, it, when, you, when you're facing a situation mm -hmm. or it just is a normal lifestyle, you go throughout your day and it's like, okay, mm -hmm. how do I can while I can is in my DNA. I want to please God. This is who I am. I got Southern hospitality. You know, this is my moral compass. Yes. What is this conversation you're having? Because life can get hectic and stressful. So yes. what is the conversation you have inside your mind that uh -huh. keeps you moving towards this, this, this macho, this model or mantra? Sure. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, my work is a prime example of this because my work is not easy. My, my nine to five job, I get yelled at, screamed at, cursed out on a daily basis at work. And most of the time it's something that I can't control. It, it's not in my power, you know, to control. But when people, they come and they're in your face screaming at you or they're calling on the phone, you can either act like they're acting or choose to take the high road. Mm -hmm. And and when we uh, allow people to, to um, what's the word I want to use? When we allow people to control how we respond, we give up our power. Mm -hmm. So two wrongs simply does not make a right. It doesn't matter how bad they're treating you. What does matter is what you do, what does matter is how you respond and how you react. Uh, they can't make you do anything. People growing up, they would say all the time, the devil made me do it. Simply not true, a lie. The mm -hmm. devil can't make you do anything. All he can do is suggest. Mm -hmm. It's up to you whether you do it or not. 
So good points in what you're saying is, and when you think about in the course of your life and your day, when there's something that somewhat you're at a job is stressful, yes. you know, people are calling in, they have a need, they want you to answer that question or to meet that need. And maybe you can, maybe you can't, but when they're attacking you, the point mm-hmm. I hear you saying, and the whole point when we talk about the coming out forms, walking your power, which I heard you say, yes. is your choice, your power right there in that moment. It's like, what do I say? Do I say, curse them out back? Do I say, right. you know, kill them with kindness? Do I say, you know what? Hey, I have a choice right here. And how mm-hmm. I to respond is a way that's going to be helpful, not only to them, but for myself, you know, in that that's context, right. if I do something, you know, too bad, I'm going to lose my job. So in the context yes. of when you're thinking about that, you're saying, Hey, I have the power here. That's mm-hmm. one thought. Um, you know, I can choose to do something that's going to be positive or negative. That's another thought. And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, I could do something that's going to be right based on my yes. moral compass. And I hear, is that, is that what you're saying in those moments? Tina? That's is that what exactly you're what I'm saying. They will start crying on the phone. Mm. They will be so grateful, even though they were just mean to me because I didn't in turn, give them the same treatment. Mm-hmm. sometimes kind well mostly all the time kindness will kill a person mm-hmm. and it's like you can get more flies with honey yes, you know that's what yes. the older people say yeah, yeah. so so you got to do something different you yeah. you can't be the product of what's going on around you yes. you know yes. you got to be different because we're made to stand out never to fit in that's fit excellent with. So I'm going to ask you a couple of things. If you can make sure you talk a little closer to the mic or something so that we, so we don't have that back feed. But the other thing is I hear you saying, what I hear you saying is you have to use your ability to rise above what's coming at you. What's coming yes. at you. And that time is negative. It is Mm-hmm. You no, know, it could be ugly. It, you know, a person is in crisis and they're only yeah. giving you what they know how to give you in that moment. And, and so your, your opportunity to help them while you can, when you can, right. is maybe just to listen. Like I heard you say, That's maybe right. to just be, to be kind to them mm-hmm. that therefore when the, by that time they get done with all that emotional stuff, they can yeah. come back down and say, oh, wow, thank you. Because you just listened to me. That was your help. <laughs> Yes. That was you helping being a listen, even though Definitely. they were giving you all that negative energy, you just chose to help them in that moment while mm-hmm. you can, when you can. And you said something else, like my mother always said too, you kill people with kindness. And, you know, yes. as a young person, I was like, oh no, I don't understand it. Right. <laughs> I can't ascribe <laughs> to that principle, but, yes. uh, but, you know, but, but it's so true. It is it's so true that you can, you can be kind to people and that kind of throws people off. It disarms them. It right. Does. You know, and so I want our listeners to understand what we're talking about right here. This, you know, like, okay, we're talking about help who I can while I can, but she just said in her workspace every day, she has an opportunity to, first of all, to operate in her own power, to think about what's being coming at her and say, what can I do with this? How can I help this person? Is it listening? Is it being kind? You know, is it just letting them get it all out and then handling the issue? There are opportunities in what you do in your vocation and your job in every space of life to help someone while you can, who I can, right? Who I can, while I can. That's right. That's that's right. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent, Tina. Oh, perfect. Um, let's just dig a little bit deeper when we think about, um, cause to the converse of that, you know, you're, you're, what you're saying sounds wonderful. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm a person, I'm geared up, I'm ready to do all this. But then there's some days I just don't feel like it. I want you to speak to this idea of helping who I can, why I can. How do you push through those moments, Tina, when mm-hmm. you, you know, just sometimes in your physical, your mental, emotional frame, you just don't, you just don't feel like giving up that day. Definitely. Um, I think that there's a great benefit you receive when in those moments of not feeling like it, not at all feeling like it, not feeling like answering the phone to listen to someone say the same thing over and over again about what they're going through. When you do those little things, you're slowly healing yourself. You're slowly helping yourself because you didn't feel like doing something. And once you took the time out to help someone else, you didn't even realize that you started to feel better in your own body. You know what I mean? It's the simple little things. It could be something bigger or it could be something small. I think the most important thing is just taking the time. Uh, I, I don't always feel like it. I'm a cancer survivor, so I'm in pain all the time, but I keep going because in spite of what I've been through, I know that me being a blessing to someone else Even though I may have a need, you know, Mm -hmm, and this is mm -hmm. the key. We all have needs. Yes. But when we bless others, it opens the door for our needs to be met. Yes. Yes. You know, that's the, uh, you know, the principle I call, it's really called the principle of reciprocity, right? And when you just said, you said a couple of things though, you, and idea, the idea of reciprocity, not, I have a need, I'm giving to someone, not despite my need. Yeah, and the idea, the law of reciprocity, the law of God, you know, even yes. the law of the universe, is mm-hmm. that when I give, something is given back to me. And so you yes. also said, even the idea of I come into work. We're talking about how we push through. You know, when we don't yes. feel like something. And I think about if I just do one small thing to mm-hmm. help someone else, it could alleviate some of that tension on me, and it mm-hmm. also can bring some future you know, healing or remedy, whatever yeah. I'm going through, because it helps as a clinical person, I'm a clinical counselor, yeah. as it helps reframe my focus, yeah. <laughs> which sometimes it's just about focus and perspective, right? That's and true. being able to see things differently also can release some of that tension and that energy that's, be, that's being balled up. So the whole yeah. idea, what I hear you saying, the principle of reciprocity, give a little bit, a little bit comes back to you. Mm-hmm. Give a lot, a lot comes back to you. And it's, it, it will surprise right. you. When I was growing up, my mother would say, She's like, well, she's always really kind and give to people. And she said, you know, God mm-hmm. would always bless me. She's like, well, she, I'm the youngest of 12. And mm-hmm. it wasn't 12 of us growing up at the same time, but it was about mm-hmm. seven or eight of us. And then my right. nephews. And so she would say, you know, she would be working and she would help other mm-hmm. people. And she'd come home and somebody had left some, some, uh, some fish outside the door. Like she'd come home and somebody had yeah. left something there for her because and she wasn't That's expecting awesome. it. So it's the idea, that whole idea yes. of someone else, God just shows up that principle of reciprocity just shows up right for you. And so what you're saying, I, I feel has great truth to it. And so we're thinking about how do I help someone when I can, how I can, mm-hmm. and all of that, the idea you're saying is keep doing it, even when you don't feel like Definitely. doing it, because it's going to benefit you in the end. Um, one last point around this, well, not one last point, but one other question I want to think ask about this is how do you create boundaries? So we're like, okay, we're helping people who I can while I can. I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit here as I go throughout my day and my life. How do you create boundaries around uh, helping people? And that's where discernment comes in at. Um, 
if you are constantly doing and helping and giving and you don't see what you have done bearing fruit, maybe you need to stop. The question was, how do you create boundaries? So we're talking about help who I can while I can. And, you know, and we're, you know, we frame this conversation around, you know, help looks different in for, you know, and for everybody, but in your everyday um, work or what you do every day as a lifestyle, you can look for opportunities to help people become that person that looks for opportunities to help people. But then it's like, how do I create boundaries mm-hmm. around it? And so the response is, you know, you have to use, when she said discernment, you have to use wisdom. You have, you have common sense. You have to mm-hmm. use, um, yes. Yeah, you know, um, understand that every person that's not for you to help, you know, and so understanding right. it, you mentioned it not bearing fruit. So you think about, is this, when you think about, is it bearing fruit? What is it? Are there results coming from your help and that yes. what you mean for yourself? If I'm, if I'm helping someone or helping people all the time and I'm mentally, physically depleted, maybe yes. God is saying you need to slow down, you know, maybe so you got to look okay. at the evidence of what's happening in your life. We talk about the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity is real. And so if you're not seeing something, whether it's refreshment in your spirit, you know, there's some tangible thing coming to you. There is a blessing in your, your joyousness. There's something you're going to receive through peace of mind. Correct. Mm -hmm. Peace of mind. There's something you're going to receive. If you're not experiencing that reciprocity in some form, then you have to manage to say, okay, hold on. Maybe I'm extending too much here. Maybe I'm not using wisdom or common sense or discernment to know I need to create boundaries around that. So we want to give us everybody an opportunity to practice this principle, also to understand how to use it wisely, right? Um, So let's just go into a little more spiritual realm so in the talking mm-hmm. from a biblical principles perspective and then take it back to the practical perspective um okay. the bible speaks in ephesians ephesians is a book of a bible from if, if you're listening ephesians 2 and 10 um the, the scripture says for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus for good works which god prepared beforehand that we should walk in them and that is in the english standard version now mm-hmm. when you think about this scripture this passage yeah. of in the Bible, this uh, book of the Bible, we just a little context for our listeners is written by Paul. Paul's writing to this church in Ephesus. And Mm -hmm. in this particular um, book, there's two books of Ephesians. He's focusing on helping them understand the grace of God and salvation and Mm -hmm. how, and the principles around that truth, because they were dealing with different things in that culture and time that he needed to combat them with for that truth. And so when we get to this particular verse is preceded by a verse for many people who are in the Christian faith that know in Ephesians 2 and 8, we are saved by grace <laughs> through faith, not of your own, right? right? And so no man can boast, right? That's and so right. that is a very common verse that many Christians know, but it, it's preceded and it ends back here on this one um, saying, now but God did this for his workmanship created in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus for good works, which God prepared um, beforehand that we will walk in them. And so there's some key words I want us to think about. And then we're going to talk about some, some, some spiritual principles about help who I can, while I can. And, okay. um, and so there's some key words here. And he says, we, we think about, we, he's talking about here, context of God's people, believers, right? But it's, yeah. it's God's creation. And then um, the workmanships is, it's, What's funny here, you think about this word his, which is a professional, it's a possessional pronoun, right? It's telling mm-hmm. us that there's some ownership, there's a relationship in who he's talking to. The word yeah. workmanship means creation, a work of art. So here mm-hmm. he's saying, 
we are his workmanship, a, a work of art. You think about that, we think about um, those great famous paintings. This week mm -hmm. they unveiled a, a Barack, President, former President Barack Obama, former First Lady Michelle Obama's right. portraits and a lot. You put, someone might say those were a work of art. Those are masterpieces, right? Uh -huh. And so when you think about what God is saying here in the scripture, he's like, I created you as my masterpiece, as yeah. a work of art, right? He said, but mm -hmm. I didn't just do this or nothing, right? And, exactly. and it goes on and says, I did this um, for, I'm sorry, it's created in Christ Jesus by good works. This is a piece mm -hmm. of that spiritual rebirth. This is the, you're saved by grace through faith. This has to happen right. through a spiritual realm, right? Um, then he says, he did this predestined beforehand. God did this well before we were even created. If you understand mm -hmm. the, the concept of predestination, this happened well before time began. And he did all of this us to be mm -hmm. his masterpiece. And it ends and it says for good works, for us to have a That's lifestyle, right. right? Have a right. conduct ourselves, a behavior. And you started off and saying, I said, why, why is this topic mean something? You said, it's who I am. <laughs> it's who my, it's in my DNA, right. it's, it's my people, it's what I come from. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's what you said. And so, right. <laughs> and so um, let's just think about this in the context of this topic. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some biblical principles around that, right? Team, just a few. Okay. Uh, just a few for us on that. Um, the principle is even you see yourself, you look in the mirror, see yourself, and you can see the man in the mirror because you're looking at him. But our thoughts are not his thoughts and our ways are not his ways. And even when we don't love ourselves, he loves us. So a biblical principle would be for God so loved the world, you know, and, and because he loved the world, we should love one another. You know, yes. that's the principle. Love ourselves. We can't really fully love someone else until we learn to love ourselves, flaws and all, because yes. we all have them. That's great. And so when you think about, I'm going to pause in there because I want you to come back to it. When you think about the idea of helping who I can while I can, first of mm -hmm. all, I need to love myself, right? Because God right. loves me. I was spiritually, wonderfully made. I yeah. love myself enough to know that I am worthy. I am good enough. I am able. I have the capacity. I can help someone else in this life, right? Yes, that's okay. right. Okay, bring something else to us out of that prince, out of that, uh, out of that. One more, one more thought you have for that. I, I have one. It's to forgive yourself. So important. Yes. Forgive yourself for making a mistake. Um, we we're thinking about um being created for a masterpiece masterpiece. God, yes. God the word it says that we are his masterpiece, a work of art. He said that you know he we have this opportunity to have a relationship with him through our relationship with Christ Jesus, through faith. He says, built up in Christ Jesus, right? But the idea yes. here is I did this, and he said. For good works for you live a lifestyle for one understand that god loves you i hear you saying that other two understand with that love understand forgiveness of yourself and all that yeah. can manifest with you from a spiritual principle the freedom to help who i can while i can because it frees you up from holding all that negativity all that junk in your mind mm -hmm. that allow, doesn't allow you to do the things mm -hmm. that you are on this earth purpose to do which is to give to someone to to make life impact in some form or fashion. And when you make life impact, you are gonna help someone. We can help someone when you can, while you can. So Tina, you started to talk mm -hmm. about too, and I always ask this question as we kind of come to a close. Um, 
what's the truth nobody knows about you? And I heard you start to say, you know, mentioning um, about, you know, staying someone too long, somewhere too long and things like that. Can you, does that relate to the truth that you don't know, someone doesn't know about you that you want them to know that's going to help them on this topic at all? Yes, um, I think so, because as women, as women, we naturally nurture uh, because that's who we are as women. We were created to nurture. Yes. And a lot of times uh, we try to nurture people, whether it be a, a boyfriend or a, a girlfriend or a whatever, you know, yes. it doesn't matter. We try to nurture our children or, or nurture spouses and everybody else. And what you said, and we're depleted. And a lot of times God didn't call us to nurture that person and we're wasting time. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes women and men can stay in relationships so long until they don't see that it's toxic. They yeah. don't see that it's dysfunctional. They don't see that the other person is constantly taking and all they're doing is giving. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff right there. And so the truth she wants you to know is that she's speaking now from, from experience and, Definitely. and, and we as individuals, as people, we can, we can use this idea of helping others to our detriment. So That's right. we're not saying help who I can while I can, that, that takes away from who we are as who God created us to be as individuals. The whole mm -hmm. coming out form is like walk in your power, live in your authentic truth. Part of yeah. that you need to be able to understand that you need to know that, well, yes, you're created to do things and have purpose, but you're also not created to be destroyed in the process, right? Thank you. And, you know, okay, okay. So, and so that is not on the menu. And so when we mm -hmm. think about this idea, um, really recognizing that we cannot help so much that that's not the person that we're supposed to be nurturing to that level. That yeah. is not always, that's not our assignment, as they might say. That's Thank not you. your job, right? And so, so I know that <laughs> <laughs> we all know we think it's our assignment, but it ain't our assignment. But it's so not. It's not our assignment. And so we need to be okay with that. So I hope that as we're talking today, you know, we're hearing some things, as I talked about earlier, when we opened up the conversation, that you know, this idea of help who I can while I can was about furnishing you some strength, right? As you listen mm -hmm. to us, I hope that you've heard some things in our conversation. I'm going to recap them in a moment before I give, ask Tina this um, one final question. But I'm hoping that you're hearing some things that are going to help you on your journey. And um, because I think we said some powerful things, I hope through the audio technology, that so <laughs> it comes through. However, um, it's too good to stop and start all over people. So anyway, so Tina, before we close out, tell us mm -hmm. one thing that makes you laugh. What brings laughter and joy into your life? The simple things in life when, when God, a lot of times, will show me something or if I'm looking for something and it'll pop up or God will just show me something. I'm like, really, God, you play too much. Like, really? Or my grandma, my grandma passed away a couple of years ago. She was my everything, really close to my grandma. Yes. And I'll think about something. She would say in that instance, because my grandma was very, you know, she was something else. She was <laughs> awesome, but she could get with you when she needed to. And I was just cold and laughing. And, and I think for those of you that have lost grandmothers and lost grandparents and parents and loved ones, and you're suffering from loss, remember the good times, remember the joys, remember the laughter, and that'll keep you. 
in the hard times. Yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent. We're remembering um, mm-hmm. the good times and all those wonderful, joyous moments. And, and death is a part of life, but sometimes because of yes. warning of the loss so much, we forget to remember the good times. That's and the wonderful, right. Wonderful experiences that brought laughter and joy to us. What a beautiful sentiment to, to close out this whole conversation is remembering your grandmother, remembering those beautiful things for other of us to remember yes. those and then something to us that made us smile, right? That's so right. Joy to us. And so we've been tackling this conversation um, mm-hmm. on the Coming Out Forums today with Tina Stringer, our special guest. And I'm so grateful. So thank you again for being here. Oh, thank you us. so much. Um, help, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Help who I can while I can. And I want to just give us some, just some bullets of what I want you to take away with you. I always feel like it's important to have portable nuggets. She said that this topic meant to her this is just something who she is. So what I say, so I say that to you is, can you create a lifestyle of helping who I can while I can? Can you become mm-hmm. that creative person that makes this a part of what you do and making life impact is helping someone? Can it happen at your workspace? Can it happen in, when you go to the store? Can it happen when you're walking down the street? It can happen in any of those moments. Start looking for opportunities to help mm-hmm. someone when you can, while you can. And then if someone is coming to you in any form or fashion, that's not the energy that you're offering, remember that you have an opportunity to use your power. And so you can Mm -hmm. rise above, use that ability to rise above what they're giving to you to give kindness back to them. And we talk about the principle of reciprocity, Mm -hmm. kindness, give kindness, kindness will flow back to you. If you give of yourself, something will flow back to you. That is the law of God. That is the law of the universe. It will happen. And so we think about reciprocity and and how we help others. And then Mm -hmm. we think about, if I just take one little step forward, there are benefits for me. She said that today. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are residual benefits. Yes. You just give a little bit of yourself to help someone else. And, yes. and, and, we, and we think about it. Finally, we, we kind of looked at the biblical uh, scripture, Ephesians 2 and 10. It's mm-hmm. our purpose to create life impact. Mm-hmm. God has created us as masterpieces, but there is something that he wants us to do. And helping who I can while I can is just one part of the equation. So Tina, yes. thank you again for coming and talking with us today. My pleasure. That's thank awesome. You. You're welcome. We have been. You're awesome. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. This is the Coming Out Forums. I'm Dr. Lisa Cook, your host. We are so excited that you were here to join with us today. And as I promised when I opened up, furnished with strength, call you to remember the goodness of God against your life. And, and help you remember, right? And so God is good. And so at the end of the day, this is the Coming Out Forums. We're here to walk in our power, walk in our truth, live authentic as we possibly can as women, as beings on this earth. With that being said, I thank you for coming in. Look forward to seeing you here next time. Peace. As always, we thank you for listening to the Coming Out Forums. It's now your opportunity to do one of three things. Share, subscribe, and leave a comment for us. Let us know how the Coming Out Forums is impacting your life. We'd love to hear from you. As I always say, peace.